Now, my number one most anticipated movie of the year, everybody knows. It's the Batman. That That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. But right up there is Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok 2, Thor 4, whatever you want to call it. That's the one I'm looking for. I mean, first of all, I've loved the Thor franchise, even, you know, understanding that Thor 2, The Dark World is there. I have still loved the Thor franchise right from Kenneth Branagh's Second most underappreciated comic book movie of all time, Thor 1. Obviously, the most underrated being that guy's right there. But when Taika Waititi came on board with Thor Ragnarok, it brought with it a new DNA. Like, it just added something to it. And even Chris Hemsworth would just gush about how it just renewed his love for the character, being able to add a new kind of dimension to him and the ability... To do very to do Shakespearean level tragedy. Everybody overlooks, everybody just looks at Thor Ragnarok like some happy, funny, funny movie. Odin dies. Asgard is destroyed. Mjolnir is lost. He loses an eye and has to replace it with one that was in a raccoon's asshole. I mean, there is so many, but it's it's all that <laughs> stuff. Thing is, that's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> but every so everybody just thinks about the hot jokes, but there's literally Shakespearean level tragedy in it as well. And what Taika Waititi brought to the <laughs> Thor franchise was a great injection of adrenaline, I, I thought. And Taika Waititi coming back to do Thor 4 is huge to me. Now, of course, one of the big players in the Thor sphere right now is Valkyrie, being played by the awesome uh, Tessa Thompson, who, we, who a lot of us first took notice of her in Creed. But she's a wonderful actress. She's fantastic. And I like what she does with Valkyrie as well. Well... She just sat down and did an interview where they talked about some of the new powers we can expect to see with Valkyrie. Powers that apparently were always there, but were never revealed to us, the audience, on screen. But this is what Tessa Thompson said about new powers we can expect to see in Valkyrie in Thor uh, Love and Thunder. She says the following. She, being Valkyrie, has weird skills, to be honest. She can sense when someone is close to death and she takes them into Valhalla, which is essentially the afterlife. She can revive people too. But when she revives people, sometimes she ends up in their body. It's a weird thing. It can be quite erotic. And then she has superhuman strength and is essentially God. That's what, let me read this all again. She has weird skills to be honest. She can sense when someone is close to death and takes them into Valhalla, which is essentially their afterlife. She can revive people, but when she revives people, sometimes she can end up in their body. It's a weird thing. It can be quite erotic. And then she has superhuman strength and is essentially God. I mean, this is not the same Valkyrie that, like, if you just read that description to me and say, guess the MCU character. I would guess an Asgardian, something to do with taking them to Valhalla, sure. I would not guess Valkyrie, especially considering Valkyrie comes from an army of Valkyries, right? Like, and so I, I don't know. So all I'm thinking of now, is this something that she's gleaned that they could imply she has, or is this something we're actually going to see in the comics itself? I'm not super familiar with Valkyrie in the comics and all that kind of stuff and what she can and cannot do and whatever. But so I read this and she's right. This is super weird. This sounds kind of very odd to me. Like I thought she was just this great Asgardian warrior, but she has 
you know, Grim Reaper, the 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 ferryman kind of responsibilities. You got to give her a gold coin when she takes into Valhalla. I mean, I don't know. We want to take a second and thank a sponsor of this video, HelloFresh. Now, listen, guys, if you are anything like me or Anne, you know, Anne and I are both working professionals. We don't have a lot of time. And what that often meant was when it would come to dinner time, we would either settle with making subpar meals or ordering fast food way too much. I like fast food once in a while, but we were eating fast food way too much. That's why something like HelloFresh was an absolute godsend for us. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. Listen, with HelloFresh, you'll be cooking and eating great looking and great tasting meals without the hassle of going to the grocery store and trying to remember everything you need to get on the recipe list. And you'll be paying less. And look, I get it. You are probably saying to yourself or saying to me through the screen, John, you don't get it. I don't know how to cook. I'm telling you with HelloFresh, you can. Because the packages don't just come with all the ingredients properly portioned out already for you, but they also include clear, easy to follow instructions with images that you'll have no problems following. In 30 minutes or less, you'll be eating great and feeling pretty damn good about yourself looking at the meal that you prepared. So right now, guys, go on over to HelloFresh.com slash Campia16 and use the code Campia16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's 16 free meals and three free gifts. So HelloFresh, everybody, America's number one meal kit. Rob, you're hearing about these new powers, to, uh, Emma, Th I keep wanting to say uh, Emma Thompson, that Tessa <laughs> Thompson is talking about Valkyrie having, does this fall in line with how you think of Valkyrie? Is this kind of out in left field? What do you think the thinking is? What, what's your reaction to it? Well, it has, it, it falls in line to what I think of Tessa Thompson herself. When I look upon her, I feel that she herself is so gorgeous. She has those powers for <laughs> me. And that's why they cast her in the role clearly. No, but I think with Taika Waititi doing this movie, this sounds like, I mean, the kind of thing that he might imbue a character with. Right. Because it comes right out of his humor. And I, I can understand, like, maybe they've done that. That's not exactly comic book canon. But I can see it. I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Um, uh, I just want a hot toy figure. Because they didn't give us one for Ragnarok. But I want the armor she toy. wears is awesome. It's like, awesome. She always wears awesome armor. Uh, awesome. Like, like, uh, yeah. And no, I, I'm, look, these comments just make me even more excited for Thor Love and Thunder. Because whatever we're going to get, John, it's going to be wacky and it's going to be fun. I, I'm very curious about what she's referring to when she's talking about she can take over somebody's body, which is quite erotic. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm like. So that sounds like a specific scene to me. It absolutely. sounds like something's in mind, right? Maybe someone literally is dying and she brings them back from the brink. Maybe she saves somebody's life. Maybe it's even Thor's life. Who knows? Uh, but I'm in. It, 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 I mean, this is wacky sounding stuff. Look, Kim, when, when you see this, obviously, Tessa Thompson is an incredible actress. We The character's already really great. It does. I mean, honest. I'm gonna be honest. This sounds weird to me. I really love. So the I don't know what do you. Face right now. Yeah, like it's like you know, you're you look a little bit uncertain. What are you thinking about when you when you hear her describing it like this? I oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I just had this thought. Okay, how is Jane getting her powers? And you know, in the comics, Jane is sick, so she feels like somebody is near death. What if she tries oh, to revive Jane? I didn't even Jane. think about this. She tries to revive Jane. And then accidentally ends up in her body, or imbuing her power. Or, in her. Yeah, 
or like she said, you end up in her body. And the movie is about how to getting through the whole movie. Tessa Thompson's pretty much out of it because now she's in Jane's body because she resurrected her or saved her because she was supposed to die. And all of a sudden now Jane's you're basically Lady Thor because you've got these powers and Valkyrie like she's an amazing warrior. What if that that's, that's what makes her. And at the end of the movie, they find something. Um, what is it? Freaky Friday. And, you know, they put the coin in the fountain and switch back. I didn't honestly, I didn't even consider that's the Jane point of view there. That's interesting. Because okay, Jane, because if they're Bro. if they are boring from the comics, right, they're saying she's got like, she's got cancer. We've heard Natalie Portman say she's got this interesting situation where the more she use her, uses her power, the sicker she gets, which is interesting to me. Now hearing that three points to Hufflepuff. I mean, your mind. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, wow. that's, a, that's a good thought that that's that could a, have, because I was instantly yeah, thinking right. it yeah. had something to do with Thor, but it probably has to do with Jane. That's a yeah, really good Yeah, she's in the beginning. Thought. Oh my gosh, I'm sick. I have cancer. Let me save her. But what sucks about that is that means Tessa Thompson will only be in part of the movie. If yeah, she true. wouldn't really be. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't well, know. I don't know how that transferred goes. It could just be a pivotal event. It could just be a pivotal Yeah, I don't moment. know what happened. I don't, I don't, it, you know, she didn't specify that the, the people switch, you know, like I become sick and the other person, she right. didn't specify yeah, that. No, 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 but right. somehow her consciousness or her power, because how's, how is, because in this movie, we know there's going to be a scene where Jane gets her powers. Right. She gets her mojo. Dude, Whoa. plus I mean I could Whoa. see I could see there's stuff maybe you, you know there is, I mean there would be an uh, I'm sure Taika Waititi would make it erotically oh, it would be charged. Hilarious. That's why she says it like there's something that's happening between the two of them where they're changing their essences and yeah uh, I could that's why it's called Love and Thunder. Dude, I mean, <laughs> dude, I mean it, it could that be would, very that would you know this suddenly just went from right. bet me something so something that sounds very weird. To maybe being really exciting. Yeah. So I we'll see. We'll see. And then about when Thor that. kisses Jane, she's kind of like, uh, I don't like you like that. Yeah. I, uh, it's gonna yeah. be interesting to see. All There's right. So anyway, much you could do with guys, question is for you. What do you think about these descriptions of these new powers that Tessa Thompson's talking about? Does it sound just kind of weird? Or after what Kim said, does it sound like something that'd be really, really cool? Whatever you guys are thinking, jump on down into the comment section below and let us know your thoughts. Aaron, what is our second main topic today? This comes to us from Michael D'Souza. Hey, John and crew. I hope you're having a great day and staying safe. We are. Thank you. As I was scrolling through Twitter this afternoon, I found out that Black Panther 2 has hit another bump in the road. Black Panther... Black Panther Wakanda Forever's filming has unfortunately been delayed again due to a surge in the Omicron COVID-19 variant on the Atlanta set. This is not the first time production has been delayed, and I'm worried that this movie is going to be a mess. Do you think it's inevitable that its release date gets delayed? And do you think these delays have a large impact on the movie or the final product itself? All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in. And yeah, obviously, look, Black Panther 2 has had a number of, has had a couple of stops in production, all that kind of stuff. Do I think this is going to impact it? It's the quality of the movie. No, the script doesn't change. Just because they have to stop shooting and start shooting, the script is still the script. So it's not like 
it's not like I often compare the world of movies to the world of athletics and sports, but there are some ways in which it's very, very different. It ain't like a, a, a tennis match where it's like a rain delay happens for three hours. The tennis players' muscles start to cramp. They're like, they, 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 hmm. whatever, like all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, they got to come out and try to get back into the rhythm of things. It's not the same thing on a movie set, right? Like you, you're able to step in there day one. These are pros. They're step in there, do their job. Aaron Cummings yes. had, was cast in uh, King Richard. And then the day before she's supposed to go shoot, the COVID hit, and she had to wait, what, eight months? Uh, March to November, whatever that math is. Whatever that math is, before she had to go on. Do you think, oh, now she didn't know her role? No, she was able to step back in there, go and did her role, and that's the way it is. So I don't think it's going to affect it that much. The more interesting question to me is, will it affect the release date? Now, before we talk about that, let's go over and take a look at what we're being told from the folks over at CBR who write the following. Production on Black Panther Wakanda Forever has been paused again after the Nokia actor Lupita Nyong'o, also known as the future ex-Mrs. Campia, uh, and several <laughs> other cast and crew members tested positive for COVID-19. The delay comes on the heels of another, with Nyong'o co-star Letitia Wright having just recently returned to set following her recovery from a fractured shoulder and a concussion that she sustained in an incident on the film set in November of 2021. The positive COVID test meant that the production on Wakanda Forever was again halted, a week after resuming. Uh, reported The Hollywood Reporter. No details regarding the health of Nyong'o or the other cast and crew members were released. All right. So here we are again. The production shut down, whatever. Is this going to delay the release date of the film? My guess right now, and I feel pretty good about this guess, is no. I mean, look, they don't plan these films with one-day buffer. Mm-hmm. They don't plan these films. Okay, we're going to be shooting. Post-production should end 36 hours before the movie opens. We should be good. They <laughs> give themselves, they plan for contingencies. They make sure they have buffers. And honestly, the delays they faced, especially recently, have been relatively minor. They yeah. have been relatively minor. It's not like they had to shut down for five months. So I don't think it's going to kind of come in and impact that altogether. Is the film going to be a mess because of this? I don't think so. I mean, there is one potential reason why it could be a mess, which is the fact that they decided not to, they decided to get rid of the main character, which is, you know, what reminds me of them deciding to get rid of T'Challa and replace T'Challa, who's become such a culturally important character. Did you guys ever watch, um, any of you guys watch Stargate SG-1, the TV show? Only the first season. Okay, so here's the thing. I used to watch that show and I used to love it. And then at some point, uh, Richard Dean Anderson, who is the lead of it, mm-hmm. they just decided, I-, I guess it was in his contract, like, I guess he didn't want to work that much anymore. So they made him they made him the general instead. And he only popped in for like one scene here and there, right? And they swapped out the main, ca- instead of recasting the role, they swapped him out for a new guy who's now, he's the leader of SG-1 and they had all the same other cast. And for me... As somebody who really liked the show, I would watch it and be like, this isn't the same. Mm. This, this, I, I get it. All the other characters are still there. I get it. But the guy who's been the focal point of this show for all these seasons is suddenly now gone and you just replace it with a new character. It would have been less jarring just to say it's recast mm-hmm. and say it's the same character because it never felt the same to me. It's a different energy. That. It's a different energy. So if anything is going to make Black Panther 2 feel off, I don't think it's going to be the delays. I don't think it's going to be, you know, oh, they weren't able to get back into the groove of things. I think they totally will. Listen, you got Coogler. Coogler's directing this thing. 
he will have this thing running tight and running perfectly. We've already seen him do it on multiple films before. We know what he can bring to the table. But I'm still just a little bit worried about the fact that they decided to take Black Panther out of the Black Panther movie. Mm. Well, Black Panther's your child. Somebody else get your ass. Fuck off. It, it, like, I'm sorry. Like, T'Challa is our Black Panther. And I hate that they wrote him out. But uh, whatever. I'll get over it. You know what the thing is? It's Ryan Coogler. I'm probably going to watch 15 minutes of this new movie. I'm probably going to be totally in because Ryan Coogler has yet to fail to get me totally entrenched in whatever movies he's doing. But am I worried about the delays? Honestly, I'm not worried about it at all. I, I don't think this thing's going to be delayed. Aaron, I mean, obviously you recently have been a part of something that has had big delays mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Could this be very problematic for them or no. do you think it's going to be okay? No. When we hear about delays in a film and it's because they had to go back and do rewrites or because there was a creative difference between the star of the movie and the director, like that's when you go, oh, there's some problems going on here because they don't know what movie they're making. We, I say we, the people who are involved in uh, Wakanda Forever they know what movie they're making. They are all on the same page. And these types of things, especially when you have a film that's being shot in a time of COVID, any film or television show that is being shot in, in during COVID has a, like you said, a buffer zone that is even bigger than the buffer that was there pre-COVID because they understand there is going to be there are going to be positive COVID tests. We're going to need to take a break because we're going to have to shut down production. But here's the thing. They're shutting down the physical production on unit one. That doesn't mean that the uh, that the post-production has shut down. Uh, work is still being done. Right. Work is still being done. They're just not actively filming the you know unit one stuff and because of the incredible amount of post-production work and cgi that goes into a film like wakanda forever that's really where a lot of the time gets taken and so there's ways of you know doing double duty on these types of films and to speak to your point if they just called it black panther 2 i don't know electric boogaloo which is my favorite of all the sequel um <laughs> Uh, titles. Um, if they just called it Black Panther 2, I would see what you're talking about. But I, I, the fact that they're saying Wakanda forever already lets me know we are telling the story of the world. We're not telling the story of one singular character. And so I do like that. And that gives me hope for this, even though we're not going to see T'Challa. But no, I, I, there's a reason why there's insurance on films and as you said, there's always a massive buffer of time, and that is built in, especially in the time of COVID. And, you know, one of the things that probably should mention here, too, is that the star uh, Picard recently shut down because, like, 50 members of the crew, they were pr up and running again pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Rob, you've been, you know, tracking this. You've been keeping your eye on this. What do you think about them facing another delay? I mean, they've had others to another delay. And do you think this is going to have a big impact in the film moving forward? I, I think of anything. I mean, I look at what Aaron just said to be in a way it's kind of it can be beneficial because you're going to go into the into the into the edit bay and Ryan Coogler's and look at what they've already shot. Mm. And it's an opportunity to be like, OK, if this is working, we're good. But if it's not, are there things that we can go in and shoot and add? Is there a way to employ second unit to go out and do pickups or whatever it is you might need. So there's never enough time on any movie, even if it's budgeted correctly and all that. You always want more time. Mm. You know, what do they say about great art? It's it's great art is never finished. It's only abandoned. Mm. And uh, I think that in this case, 
Look, Marvel, I don't think in Hollywood history there has been a more finely oiled machine in terms of making films than Marvel Studios. They really know what they're doing. And all of this, I think, ultimately will benefit the film. Anyway, guys, the question is for you. What do you think about this? Unfortunately, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever has been delayed again because this time of the new variant of COVID. Are you worried that it's going to cause some disruptions? Do you think maybe it won't? Whatever you guys are feeling about it, jump down into the comments section below and let us know your thoughts. Aaron, what is our third main topic today? This comes to us from Alexis Peterson. Hello, Campia crew. Hello. I just saw reports that John Krasinski shot scenes in Doctor Strange 2. How much can we trust these reports? And if they are true, who do you think he will play? Everybody wants him to be Mr. Fantastic, but who knows? Thanks. All right. Thanks a lot for saying that in, Alexis. And listen, I, I, I think it goes without saying. I haven't seen a fan casting as hard as John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic. To go beyond that, John Krasinski is Mr. Fantastic and Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. I mean, I mean that has been the, the last time I saw a fan casting that hard was back when the original X-Men movie was coming out. Even before that, people wanted Patrick Stewart as Professor Charles Xavier. Other than that, I have not seen a fan casting this hard. And there's been a lot of talk and a lot of whispers and a lot of rumors for a very, very long time that, hey, maybe we can get uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Now, Emily Blunt threw a little bit of a cold bucket of water on that a number of months ago when she kind of mentioned that comic book movies really weren't her thing. She's really not all that down. And she said it the way you should say it. She says, you know what? Not my thing. Mm -hmm. Not like you know um who a certain director well a couple of certain directors mm -hmm. ridley scott going ah those movies are horse shit like like mm -hmm. whatever no she said you know what not for me so that kind of threw a cold bucket of water but now there are some whispers going around and, and i gotta emphasize this these right now should be taken under the category of rumors but they are coming from some sources that have hit and miss but some track record of, of being accurate sometimes there are some sources going around saying right now that John Krasinski is not only going to appear in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness as Reed Richards, but they're saying he's already shot his scenes. Mm. They're even going to be so specific as to saying that he's already shot his scenes and he's not Reed Richards per se. He is a variant of Reed Richards from the multiverse akin to something out of Loki. Anyway, this comes to us from the folks over at CBR who write the following. Wow. According to the Illuminati, the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel will build up on the multiverse established in Spider-Man No Way Home. Krasinski is rumored to appear as a variant of none other than Reed Richards, otherwise known as Mr. Fantastic. The report suggests the actor has already filmed scenes for Multiverse of Madness. It's worth noting that there has been no official confirmation regarding the inclusion of John Krasinski, the Fantastic Four, or the Illuminati in the Multiverse of Madness. Details concerning the plot of the film remains scarce. And that comes to us uh, once again from the good folks over at CBR. All right, so this is something I normally wouldn't even bring up because there's really, this is should be considered rumor at best. But there is a reason I'm gonna bring it up here. I have heard this myself. I didn't believe it though. Like I, I had, I had gotten certain things sent to me 
that suggested that John Krasinski had was number one on set of Multiverse of Madness and, and had shot some stuff. I instantly discarded it. Bullshit. Because I get a hundred of these a day. Right. You got to understand, it's not like, oh, three out of every four things I get sent to me end up being true. Maybe I should start paying more attention to them. No, the vast majority of these things that get sent to me end up being completely BS and I, I pay no attention to them. But a number of, I want to say like six weeks ago, might have been longer, might have been shorter. I got something sent to me suggesting John Krasinski was on set and I immediately discarded it. So seeing another report come out and look, for all I know, this report, the same person that was sending me that stuff may have sent them the same stuff sure. and just they believe it and I didn't. So, Or maybe it's something completely different. So when somebody else is coming out now and reporting this, it's like, okay, then maybe we should at least talk about it. But I, but I got to emphasize, you got to take this with a giant grain of salt. Okay, take it with a grain of salt. This is rumor. Nobody else has confirmed this, whatever. But there are a couple of reasons why I think there may be some credibility to this. Maybe. Number one, it's something that I myself had heard. Discarded it, but I had heard it. So that's the one thing. The second thing is this. Kevin Feige seems to be getting more and more into fan service, mm -hmm. which I don't know is necessarily a good thing, but it can be. Fan service is like a tool like anything else. It can be good. It can be bad. But Kevin Feige seems to be getting more and more into fan service. And again, like the the unison call for John Krasinski as Reed Richards in Fantastic Four has been like the world joining hands and singing they want to buy the world a Coke and singing Kumbaya together. This is what everybody wants. Everybody wants John Krasinski as Reed Richards. So taking the fact that I had heard this, even if I didn't believe it, with the fact that it is something that everybody wants, combined with the fact that now other people are saying it, and then you combine that with the fact that this is multiverse of madness. I mean, they can do anything in this movie, which is not, again, necessarily a good thing, but they could literally do anything. And having, even if it's just for a one-picture appearance, because it's not our universe's Reed, it's a different Reed Richards, but having John Krasinski pop up as Reed Richards, it will be likened unto, not bigger than, but it would be likened unto the pop of multiple Spider-Men showing up on screen together. I think it would be a huge deal. I think a lot of people get very, very excited about this. So where do I put the percentage of this of actually being legit? I'm going to go and say 30%. So still low. That's pretty low. But, but hey, it's a one in three shot. I mean, that's one in three. That's not bad odds. So I'm still going to keep it relatively low, but I'm going to say 30%, which is about 25% higher than I would have said a couple of days ago. Mm. I would have said 5% before. Mm -hmm. So there could be something to this. By the way, side note, piggybacking on top of that, because all the leakers and, and, and scoopers out there got to think they got it one up. There's also now some whispers started coming out after the John Krasinski thing that maybe Charlize Theron is also in this thing, either as Clea, who is a Doctor Strange love interest, or maybe she's going to be the Sue Storm. She's going to be Mrs. Reed Richards. And maybe yes, maybe no, who cares? Let's focus on the John Krasinski thing for a second. We want to take a moment and thank the sponsor of today's video, 
Peloton. Now, look, guys, it's a brand new year. It's 2022. And if you're like me and a lot of other people, you've probably made some kind of fitness resolutions for the new year, as we often do. But let's face it, it's not always easier, convenient, or time efficient to get to the gym. It's easy to become bored and bogged down in the mundane of the same old kind of workout routines. It's hard to get motivated with that. But Peloton has your back. Now, of course, we all know Peloton's bikes, the Peloton tread. You know, Ann and I moved into our new house here. And of course, you know that I ordered a Peloton tread because I love my treadmills. But Peloton keeps working out fresh, exciting, and new to keep you motivated in the new year. Because, you know, right now, Peloton is pushing you further with so much new stuff, new classes, new music, new ways to keep you and your workouts fun and motivating at the same time. Now, you guys know me for years. I love just getting on my treadmill. I don't just get on there to jog. I often just get on there to think or do work or do research. I like doing all that. But on top of all that, they have a whole lot of classes that you can do while you're on the equipment at the same time. And listen, going into the new year, they've got a whole bunch of new stuff. For example, they have boxing classes. Peloton is stepping into the ring with you guys with this newest exercise. No gloves needed. You can discover fast, furious, and fun workouts with Peloton instructors right there in your corner on the app. And they're introducing a whole lot more in terms of daily variety in your workouts. Like it's easier to stick to your goals when you keep your workouts interesting. Peloton's got a workout for every goal, every day, and every mood you might be in. De-stress from a long day with a 30-minute strength and 20 minutes of cardio. Do a quick 15 minutes of a total body class before work. Whatever works for you to stay motivated while having fun with bike workouts, yoga, meditation, dance, cardio, whatever it is you need. And right now, for a limited time, try the Peloton app for free for two months. Then it's just $12.99 a month after that. New members only. So visit OnePeloton.com slash app to learn more. Now that's two months free at OnePeloton. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N dot com slash app. The offer expires on January 31st and terms may apply. And again, we want to thank Peloton for sponsoring this video. If it's true, like I said, it could be as big of a pop, maybe as big of a pop as three Spider-Man appearing on stage together. Uh, people have been wait, People were looking for it in WandaVision. Mm. People always thought this scientist, this engineer might be Reed Richards. I was one of the people that thought that could have been a possibility. It would be huge. I love Josh Krasinski. I would love to see it. I'll give it a 30% chance. Aaron, you hear about this. Number one. What would you feel about this if John Krasinski were to now come into the MCU as a Reed Richards? Is that something you'd look forward to? I and think it would be a fantastic idea. everything you've heard, idea. do you think this could be real? What do you think? I think it would be a fantastic idea, John Krasinski. Uh -huh, fantastic. Uh -huh, I see what you did there. See what I did there? Ha, ha, ha. Um, you know, he, he's also just one of those beloved people in you know uh, in the industry that seems to do no wrong you know and, and i don't necessarily mean that every one of his choices for projects has been spot on and perfect you know everybody has a, a misstep here or there but he just he seems to be able to choose great projects that show his range he's not only showcased himself as a comedian in the office which of course you know who doesn't love Jim and Pam, um, you know, but also as a director with A Quiet Place, um, you know, as um, a an action star with the, not the, is it, it's not, is it the Jason Bourne franchise? Yeah. He, yeah, the Jason Bourne franchise. Well, well no, 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 it was uh, the, uh, like um, that. The, the Red October one. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, what's, 
What's the name of the character in Red October? I can't remember this now. Yeah, Jack know. Ryan. Jack Ryan. Yeah, the Jack Ryan. Thank you. I know that it was something like that. And, you know, he he really has showcased himself as an actor who has such a wide range. And now that we've seen that he... And Jim's got in shape. <laughs> Jim from The Office has gotten in shape. <laughs> oh, LaCroix. Yeah, he has definitely gotten himself in shape. And uh, as you can see, his range is also including um, uh, Hunter of the Month Club. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's the thing is, you know, there's not many people who can go from, you know, guy who sits in an office behind a computer uh, to that. Um, you know, he's, he's shown himself to be able to carry multiple types of genres. And one of the things that we've gotten to know and love about Marvel is that they cover lots of genres. We want our superheroes to be in shape. We want them to be able to do all of the action. We want them to be able to fall in love. We also want them to be able to be heartbroken and distant. We also want them to be able to be charismatic and funny. And he has showcased that he can do all of those things in his body of work. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, I'm going to go 60% on this. Really? I feel You're going to go really much higher on that. Because there, you know, yes, we always see rumors circulating, but these rumors don't, they're not, they're not getting tampered. They're getting fed. And he himself has even said, that would be a wonderful idea. That sounds great. I would love to do that. And in defense of Emily Blunt's position on, uh, on, on comic book films, she just said that it wasn't for her, not saying that she wouldn't want to do them, but just that it wasn't her first choice of what she's going to go sit down and watch. And if the ultimate test of whether or not someone should get cast in a Marvel film was their level of fandom, <laughs> we would be seeing a lot of people outside of the ones that, you know, are actually in Marvel movies. We would, So it, that is not an indicator of whether or not someone will be doing the role. I can absolutely see Emily Blunt being in a Marvel movie, whether it's as Sue Storm or in some other capacity, because she's a fantastic actress. And that is what it seems like Kevin Feige is really going for is who are the who is the talent? Where are the talented people? Those are the ones that I'm going to have, um, you know, in these roles. And that's what's going to elevate the material beyond just the superficial. And also, we should point out with Emily Blunt saying, oh, no, no, no. Like I, I the comic book stuff isn't really for me. We just had. 16 months of Andrew Garfield swearing up and down that he was not going to be in Spider-Man No Way Home. 16 months of it. Mm -hmm. Is it really outside of the realm of possibility that when asked about it, Emily Blunt just, oh, no, no, those aren't my kind of movies. I mean, I look, so if... Actors are professional liars. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there you go. So if, if, and I'm only giving a 30%, if John Krasinski was going to be in Doctor Strange, now, this is an if built upon an if, so follow me here. If John Krasinski is going to be in Doctor Strange as Reed Richards, which I, I give a 30% chance, I would then give it a 70% chance that Emily Blunt will also appear in it as as Sue Storm. Because mm -hmm. well, we've again, seen that they can work the together. Want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he directed her in A Quiet Place and A Quiet Place 2. And also, I, I, you know, they are parents. Um, and I think that we've seen in the past... Uh, you know, what was it? Angelina Jolie did Maleficent, I think, because yep. she wanted to do it for her daughter. She yep. wanted her daughter to be able to see. And and we've seen that many times. We've seen a lot of times actors who, becomes, who become parents 
choose roles based on what they think their well, kids. Anthony might... Hopkins did Odin for his grandchildren. He yeah. said, "Yeah, you know, you, you, and, and and I think that that would be really cool to have mom and dad." in a you know in a superhero movie together i think that that would be a, a really cool thing for them to be able to share with their kids you know uh somebody in here watches the office more than me is ray he watches the office more than i do i i am just curious ray i, I just want to know I, I didn't prep him he didn't know i was going to ask him this but th theoretically speaking would you be down for for john krasinski for jim from the office popping up in something like this and being reed richards i'm not sure I'm I'm pretty sure he could play the part, but I don't know if it's right for him to be honest. I don't know. I I that's all. I I don't know what it is. I'm pretty sure it'll be great. But Reed Richards, if if the Illuminati comes in, then that brings in what Na Namor. Theor if they wanted to have the same lineup in the Ill Illuminati, because you'd have to have Namor, you'd have to have Black Panther, you'd have to have Charles, you'd have to have uh, Reed Richards, you'd also have to have. Who was Doctor? Well, Doctor Strange is already there, so Doctor um, Strange. And while I was looking for images of um, Krasinski, like I think there was like a comic thing he posted where the actual comic. I think uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, 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 it looks exactly like him. It it does. Wait, if he grazes so, up his hair. I there. mean, you know what? I believe in in the in the dude's acting, so I think he could play the part. Oh, by it the way, be my first choice though. Uh, Never R. Williams uh, pointed out that also I was forgetting Black Bolt. Black Bolt Black from Bolt. from. From the Inhumans, which they are never going to mention again. How, how did uh, Hulk destroy him in World War Hulk? I know uh, uh, Hulk crushed. Well, he took them all. He out. crushed Doctor Strange's fingers, which was brutal. Like Doctor Strange was trying to do all this weird stuff, and then he just walked up to them and took his hands and just crushed them. I just think, if I remember right, I remember Black Bolt gave. I think they fought on the moon. If because I'm not, I think they thought on the moon. I could be wrong. Like a, a, a loud scream. Well, it, this is what even a whisper can like destroy a mountain, right? And I, I think he gave Hulk like his best shot, and I that's why he has to speak through Medusa. Yes, yes. His beautiful and trusty wife with the red hair. Oh, you were up for that role? I no, I wasn't. I always weren't? wanted. No, that's the role you wanted. I was wanted. at, I was at um, uh, Apple the uh, Golden Apple comics and I was buying some stuff and then I turned around and I saw the figure of her and this was when I had red hair and she was like had her gorgeous red hair and I go oh, who is that and they said oh that's Medusa the Inhumans and I was like I want to be her and I love I just love the idea that they have this incredible marriage that he's his because his voice is so powerful he has to speak through his wife and she can understand what he's saying that's just a beautiful love story and she can surf on her hair, and that's awesome. <laughs> and that is awesome, too. Anyway, guys, question is for you. What do you think? I guess there's really two parts of this question. Question number one is, what would you think about John Krasinski playing Mr. Fantastic? And the second question is, do you think it's actually going to happen? I mean, a lot of us did for a long time, then started to think it wasn't going to happen. Now maybe it is. I mean, who knows? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Question is for you guys. What do you think about this? Jump on down into the comments section below and let us know your thoughts.